This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, where hundreds of researchers make new discoveries inspired by the work of previous Dana-Farber scientists. Learn more about their momentum at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I am here with contributor Serena Turos. Hey, Robin. WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, what's up, Robin? And from WBGO, Nicole Sweeney. Hey, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out now on February 10th, starting with the band Paramore. They're back with their first new full-length in nearly six years. It's called This Is Why. This is the song you first. I was about 10 years old when I heard Paramore for the first time, and I thought they were the best, the coolest, the most exciting band in the whole world. And there aren't that many instances in which you can look back with an adult perspective and say, like, actually, kind of nailed it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Paramore in 2023, this is the best album they've ever done. And I say that as somebody who puts Riot as one of the best five albums personally of all time and it's crazy to think that this band is iceberg that sunk the titanic levels of influential right now i couldn't have said in 2007 that this was going to be the band that everybody under the age of 30 making music today was going to point to and said that's my north star but i I think the thing that unites people around the flag of paramore is that this is a band that's always been able to tap into these kind of uneasy feelings of isolation, alienation, and they make music for outsiders, even as they've become more and more successful. They've like never lost that spirit. And so when on this album, across the board, you know, I hear Haley Williams singing about exhaustion and paranoia and heartbreak, you know, I still believe her, but it's just so, so, so exciting for me to hear this band back better than ever, which is already a really high bar. And to me, I think this is already a very, very strong contender for album of the year. Serena, you were just spot on with everything that you're saying. You know, the more I read about Paramore and, and their journey, um, this seems to be a group that's gone through fighting and forgiveness. And that's a big deal. There's some people in life still scrabbling with forgiveness. But once you get over that and you're able to let it go, I think that's what we're hearing from this group. This is the most collaborative record that they've ever done. So it's not like it's unbalanced. This is probably why you're saying it's a contender, because we're feeling this balance that that group has never, ever had before. Yeah, I mean, I think Haley Williams has always had 
one of the biggest voices in rock music. And now I feel like she really has a solid grasp on the range of it. And here on this album, on a song like Se Come Sa, she's got this kind of playful deadpan too. In a single year, I've aged 100. My social life, a chiropractic appointment. Sit still long enough to listen to yourself, and maybe just long enough for you to atrophy to hell. She can hit the really high note. She's got that Devo voice, but she's exploring more ranges and textures of it, too. Yeah, if I could say uh, I did not grow up with Paramore's music, this is actually the first Paramore album that I've sat and listened to. And it was a pleasant surprise. You know what I mean? You have songs like This Is Why, uh, where she says, this, this is why I don't leave the house. You say the coast <laughs> is clear, but you won't catch me out. Like, that's, that's like, perfect. And how about that bass line, too? Yeah, you know, I, I thought this record was absolutely dynamite. It's a fun record, but it also has, like, real weight and substance and, and teeth to it. Paramore back with their long-awaited new album, This Is Why... And another one out today that we're loving comes from the producer and singer known as Liv, and that's spelled L-I-V dot E, Liv. Her latest album is called Girl in the Half Pearl. This is the song Ghost. Liv, a.k.a. Olivia Williams, is an R&B producer and singer from Dallas, Texas. And on these songs, Liv, she creates such a rich and colorful sonic environment, right? My ears always perk up when I hear production that has, like, warmth and, like, a looseness to it. And this record checks all of those boxes for me. Yeah, I I love that Liv's, some of her favorites are Layla Hathaway. The, the daughter of Donnie and Wayne Shorter, who's like, you know, I'm a I'm a jazz head. So, of course, to hear that those were two of her favorites, I kind of felt that, too. And it's funny, Ghost, I actually looked at my phone a couple of times because I thought something had stopped. It was so mm. abrupt. And I love that. I love the unexpected when it comes to music. Jazz is is really a big on that, right? The, the silence and, and what happens in between. And I feel like Liv got that, the silence that really brings out even more of the music and and more of the notes. And from what I understand, she tried not to get into music, even though that's what like her roots were and her, her family is into. And it's it's a, almost a testament that you can't run from what's meant for you. One of my favorites, though, is Slumper Party. Hey, Liv. Um, 
about it. One, because I haven't had one in decades because I'm a grown-up and we don't do that anymore. So anything that makes me, you know, that reminds you of being a kid when life was just a bit freer is really cool. But then when you really listen to the track and it's sensual and mm. it's sexy, can I say that word? That is just so Makes me appealing. uncomfortable, but yeah. <laughs> but that's one of my favorite parts about it. I love music that's, that almost sneaks up on you. It doesn't have to be in your face about that three-letter word, but you still know that that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I loved the range on this album. It just feels strange and wondrous and turn-twisting. You have a song like Our Father. That's kind of weird and experimental. Uh, and it sits kind of alongside a song like Snowing. which immediately brought to mind Kelly Lee Owens for me, who makes this very water-inspired music, I'd almost say. It kind of sounds like you're underwater or you're near something that's burbling and coming to the surface. It captured my attention the whole way through. Yeah, same. Uh, of everything I heard this week, this album held me the most transfixed. You know, it commanded my full attention, which is very hard to do, but uh, I found it very hard not to just stop what I was doing and just flat out listen to this because there's so much pinging around in it. That's Liv, L-I-V dot E. Her, her pretty bonkers new album is called <laughs> Girl in the Half Pearl. And also out today is this new one from the singer Kalela. It's called Raven. This is the song On the Run. It's interesting, um, as I was listening to the record and I was writing down my notes, one of the words that I did write down and that stuck with me was vulnerable. And then I went mm. to read, it's the sound of vulnerability turned to power. Those were in mm. her words. And that's what I felt with On The Run. I feel like as a woman, I'm so guarded and protective of my heart. And when I heard On The Run, it felt free. It felt like she was saying, look, I don't mind playing this little game of cat and mouse, but I'm the prize. And I'm not going to be waiting around too, too long for you. It's just like, yes, you know, you are the prize and it's okay to say that. And it's okay to just, you know, claim that just as a woman, a black woman in, in jazz radio and just trying to find my way. Yeah, this felt so comfortable and comforting. You know, it's interesting that you're so drawn to the themes of this album, Nicole, and her lyrics, because she actually said in a, a New York Times profile that 
She writes lyrics last. Initially, she's coming up with melodies and she's trying to find the flow and fill in the blanks creatively based on just the sonics. And so I feel like it really is almost a subconscious purging about the emotion that comes through from her vocal first. And I felt that too. I felt very carried by her beautiful voice, which is, it has such a great blend sitting at the top of of this music, which is very kind of like the Live album all over the board. I really loved a song like Contact. has this turn-of-the-century, ravish sort of futurism to it. It feels just like very hyper-conscious experimental and dance music to me. Yeah, Serena, you mentioning rave is, is like, I caught that influence loud and clear as well. There's, there's so much command of history in this music, right? You have a song like Happy Ending... has this UK breakbeat kind of feel, but you combine that with the vocal, it reminded me of Smith and Mighty or a lot of the UK music that was coming out of like the late 80s, early 90s that really straddled this line between rave culture, club music, R&B and hip hop. You know what I mean? Like all of those things together. Again, this feels so good and comfortable. And, and, and you mentioned rave. I definitely was just closing my eyes and letting letting it all out, letting it all go. And I feel like that's what a rave is about. You just get in there and don't care. And rave in, that is. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Rob. I'm a dad. I, I got a dad joke. You got to get, get slip the dad jokes in there, Raven. Kalela, her beautiful new album is, in fact, called Raven. And we do have a few more releases that we want to highlight for this week's show. But first, we need to take a short break. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, A People's History, from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, A People's History, tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Breast cancer cells multiply faster because of CDK4-6 proteins. But what if blocking those proteins and stopping runaway cell division was possible? Dana-Farber scientists laid the foundation for CDK4-6 inhibitors, new drugs that are increasing the survival rate for many advanced breast cancers. Dana-Farber's momentum of discovery keeps finding new ways to outmaneuver cancer. More at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me, and I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. 
It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Serena Turos, John Morrison, and Nicole Sweeney. And we're looking at the best albums out now on February 10th. We start the second half of the show off with Black Belt Eagle Scout. Her new album is called The Land, The Water, The Sky. This is the song Fancy Dance. Anyone remember the 90s? <laughs> Serena, I know you don't. A I'm 90s sorry. baby. But. It's funny you, you say that because uh, this song now reminds me of the band Belly a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, mm. totally, yeah. You know, I feel like that does play into kind of a lot of what this artist is all about. You know, Black Belt Eagle Scout is from this area in the Pacific Northwest, and I feel like you can hear in this album not only this reclamation of identity and these contemplations about their place in relation to the land on songs like the opener, My Blood Runs Through This Land, but I feel like it's also about taking ownership of the musical tradition of the Pacific Northwest and grunge music and these rock communities. Uh, They've been in and around and working in studios and helping with rock camps. And the dominant theme for me of this album is about catharsis. Black Belt Eagle Scout pays great attention to atmosphere on songs like Salmon Stinta or even Blue. There's kind of a sparse narrative. It's pretty abstract lyrically, but they take you on these journeys where these these instruments build and sustain emotion and then swell into all-out catharsis. And I feel like this album is all about these complicated feelings about homecoming and, you know, working through emotions through music. You mentioned the song My Blood Runs Through This Land. That's the opening cut. I was so surprised by how noisy this one gets, and I really wanted the whole record to be like this. And My Blood Runs Through felt so, it felt like she was saying, there were times I couldn't get to my land, but nothing can take away that connection because my blood is a part of this land. It's a Mm. part of the water. It's a part of the the sky. So, yeah, that relationship with nature, even though I'm not, you won't won't find me on any trails hiking anytime soon. You won't find me outside. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but this song, you know, it's it's really a testament to how powerful music is because I did feel that connection. 
Black Belt Eagle Scout, her new album is called The Land, The Water, The Sky. Let's go next to the band Yola Tango, the veteran rock group, just dropped their 17th album. It comes nearly 40 years after they first formed. It's called The Stupid World, and this is the title cut. So yeah, uh, This Stupid World is actually a complete 180 degree turn from the sound of their last album, 2020's We Have Amnesia Sometimes. That album was this gorgeous collection of dreamy, ambient performances. I don't really, I try not to use the, the term soundscapes. It's like an improvised ambient record, but This Stupid World is very much a rock record. It's got these blasts of gnarly, distorted guitar. Uh, has this persistent backbeat going through a lot of these songs, but it, it retains a lot of the textural and structural qualities of Yola Tango's more experimental, quote unquote, experimental music. Uh, so it's a nice balance. You know, I, I love a rock record that also gets dreamy and cosmic. And this played with, with those two dynamics in a nice way to me. Robin, you were saying off mic that this is kind of like three people grasping an elephant and they each think it's something different. And I do feel like you really can't take these songs out of context. They don't really work outside of the format of the album, at least to me. Listening to the singles, I had no idea what this album was going to sound like as a whole. And the guitar noise, John, you talk about, there's this solo on Sinatra Drive Breakdown that I just want to, I wanted to, it does go on for quite a while. That's one of the longer <laughs> tracks, but I, I was like, I, you just let this play out. I'll, that, that can be my day. Robin, as you said in the intro, this is a band that's been together for 40 years, which is, or next year will be their 40th year. That's an impressive feat in and of itself, not like a participation trophy kind of thing, you know what I mean? But 40 years, you ever try to do something with somebody for 40 years? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) You feel me? Yeah, like it's to, to be able to stay together that long and also create challenging music you know what i mean something that can be exciting to the ear and something that has like emotion to it and and still pulling out fresh ideas it was impressive to hear all of the tricky stuff going on and how dialed in 
they seem as a band after so long. Yeah, Bob Boylan has featured this album on his show twice already, including earlier this week, because he's loving it so much. And I have to say, I, it's been a minute since I loved a Yolo Tango record this much. Also, another early contender for album title of the year. <laughs> Up there with obituaries, dying of everything, the stupid world from Yola Tanko. Back with one of their best, I think. And as always, there's more great music out today than we could ever fit into a single show. So let's just take a minute to go around the table real quick and we can share some of our personal favorites out today. Serena, we'll start with you. Well, speaking of great album titles, there's an album out today called Oh Glistening Onion, That Nighttime Is Coming from the artist Perla. Ah! Perla is the artist Nicole Rodriguez, and this is her debut album. And this album is really folksy and philosophical, and in each of these songs, she's kind of taking case studies of animals and nature to derive meaning from human life. It's very Annie Dillard-esque, which is one of my favorite authors, and mm. I really, really, really loved this song, Effort, which has this monstrous hook. I don't know why it takes so much effort to feel good these days. Love it. Nicole? The hip-hop head in me is truly excited about Brain Orchestra's latest, and it's called It Means a Lot. Change escape with the drum machine in my wrist, picture this kid. Yo, yo, uh, yo, the illest style, feel the real amount so I can sit and count. But things different, now it's chips for the sound. When I think of them, I think of a clown. When they picture me, they vision a mountain. I stay grounded, well-rounded. I'm out of town getting my rounds in. Gloves tight, all I You know, I'm from New York, and when you think about hip-hop, you think of the Big Apple, but we cannot forget to think about New Jersey, Queen Latifah, the Fugees, Naughty by Nature, and, you know, the Brain Orchestra is right along with them, representing not only hip-hop, representing live instrumentation. I'm excited to hear bass, flute, piano, and some real lyrics, real hip-hop coming our way with Brain Orchestra. It means a lot. And John? My pick this week actually came out last week, but it's King Vision Ultra's new album, Shook World. definite believer in, you know, infinite consciousness, I guess. And, you know, as the physical body goes, and that's going to stop, and maybe I won't be able to sit here playing video games, and it's fine, because I don't really want to be physically immortal at this kind of stuff. Shook World is not only an homage to New York radio and New York mixtape culture, it's actually an extension of those traditions. The sounds on this album were sourced from the band Algiers, and King Vision Ultra took those sounds and made something completely new. Uh, this record is so dense, it's textured, it's noisy in certain places. The whole thing, it sounds like it was beamed in from another planet. All right, and I just want to flag that there's a new album out today from Andy Schauf. It's called Norm. I 
I've been loving and following Andy Schaaf for a minute now, and he's just such a phenomenal storyteller. I love the way his voice can kind of curl around a phrase, such a distinctive voice. Uh, his music's very cinematic. It's a little idiosyncratic in, in ways that I love. Uh, very happy to have a new album from him. Again, it's called Norm from Andy Schauf. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to Serena Turos, John Morrison, Nicole Sweeney. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Robin. Thank you. If you want to go back and see a complete list of everything that we played on the show, you'll find it in the description of this episode in your podcast feed. You can also hear full versions of all the songs we featured, along with a whole bunch of singles that came out this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Just search for NPR in Spotify or Apple Music. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter to keep up with the latest Tiny Desks, playlists, features, and more. We only send it out once a week on Saturdays, and you'll find it at npr.org slash music newsletter. All one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Support for NPR and the following message come from Proven Winners Color Choice Shrubs, who believes that plants and gardening are for everyone. With over 25 years of developing, trialing, and testing some of the most recognized flowering shrubs and evergreens on the market, Proven Winners Color Choice makes it easy to transform dull yards into vibrant, colorful landscapes. Ready to spruce up your yard this spring? Proven Winners Color Choice created the Gardening Simplified Landscape Guide to help you get started with tried and true elements of good planting design. Identify the roles you want new plants to play in your outdoor space, like ground covers, climbers, or attracting pollinators. Then browse garden plans and see which layouts and plants can bring your vision to life. Proven Winners Color Choice shrubs are available in the distinctive white containers at garden centers nationwide. Learn more at provenwinnerscolorchoice.com NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. When voters talk during an election season, we listen. We ask questions, we follow up, and we bring you along to hear what we learned. Get closer to the issues, the people, and your vote at the NPR Elections Hub. Visit npr.org slash elections.